Come on, Tottenham, stick it in the goal. Come on, Tottenham, the pace are bloody slow. You are the first team, the last team my dreams have ever seen. Put on that lily white and run on to that green. White Hart Lane has seen its pain, it's had its loads of nights. We fought our team through thick and thin and all those glory nights. And when the game is done, we'll sing a song and talk it out all night. Hey! Come on, Tottenham, stick it in the goal. Come on, Tottenham, don't be so bloody slow. You are the first team, the last Season 6, Episode 1, Tottenham Hotspur, Family Podcast. My name's Jav. Welcome back to existing listeners, and um, welcome to any new listeners who listen to the pod for the first time. Um, this is a Tottenham, Tottenham podcast, a weekly podcast about all things Spurs. Joining me this week um, on the podcast are my co-hosts, Bex Wesley from Portsmouth. Good evening. John Steggles from Merchester. Hello, everybody. And David Fornell from Sussex. Good evening. Right, before we dive into the um, agenda um, if if it is the first time that you're li- listening to a podcast and you want to, you want to get in touch with us and send us questions and, and that sort of thing um, you can follow us on our Facebook page the Tottenham Hotspur Family Podcast or you can contact us via Twitter our Twitter handle is at THF Podcast right um, the last time we're in season 6 of the pod um, approaching 5 years in November the last time that we signed a player was season four of the podcast. It's been that bloody long. <laughs> um, so two transfer windows down the line. Um, a, a season of the podcast, season five, came and went, no players. And here we are this window and we've signed two players today, four players over, over the co- co- course of the window. What the hell's happening? Your guess is probably as good as anybody else's. Maybe the person you should be asking is Dear Dan. Drop him a line, actually. Just ping him. Hello, Daniel. Why Why have you waited to an hour like buses? Yeah. Why 18 months and then three come along at once? Right, I might do that. It's not, it's not too difficult to, to <laughs> e- e- email anybody at Spurs because it's basically firstname.lastname at spurs.co.uk. Um, so so we, we, I, I, might, I might do that. I, I doubt I'll get a reply, but there you go. Um, we had a question. I'm just, I'm just going to go straight into a question from from from, from a um, listener. So um, Nate, um, his Twitter handle is at nate underscore ha, and he he just says, "Glad to have you back. Um, that's very nice of you, Nate." Um, my question is: Do you get tired of the yearly cycle of panic and negativity during the summer transfer window? If Twitter were to, were to be taken seriously. Um, you would think we had already finished this season outside the top four and without any silverware. Now, I should point out that we have signed four players. We've signed in, in this window. We've signed two today. But despite all of that, there has been a little bit of a meltdown. People getting anxious about when those deals are going to go through, whether this player is going to sign, whether that player is going to sign. Um, John, was it important to get a bit, to get new 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 faces finally in 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 this window? Definitely. I think definitely. I, I think it's been a good window um, for us. But yeah, we needed fresh blood. I think everybody felt that we were maybe a bit stale towards the end of the season. We hadn't refreshed ourselves in the last couple of windows. So it's good that Daniel's managed to prize his wallet open and get some money out. I think he. Uh, I don't think he planned not to spend anything. And I think the targets were carefully picked as well. Um, I think was it over overall 160 odd million or something was it that we've he's parted with? 
Um, and, I don't, and what it makes me wonder is now what we have to do with um, financial uh, fair play to balance that. Because um, uh, he's always really balanced his books, hasn't he, with incomings mm. and outcomings. So what is there going to be anybody else? Because the European window is still open. So is Ericsson going to end up going somewhere to try and balance that out? Um, or some of it out? Will we lose... Um, Toby to balance some of that out. Will Rose go somewhere to balance that out? It's going to be interesting to see. I think it's open for another seven days. Well, we had Trippier leave the club already. Oh, yes. Um, Sorry, uh, how could I forget Trippier? And Dembele. <laughs> and, and Dembele. And Dembele, true. I was going to say, and and pre- yes. surely, surely previous and, windows, and Janssen. And, and yeah, Janssen. Yes. Yes. And yeah. so Josh Onoma went as a swap today. Yeah. And of course, the European window hasn't closed yet. So... I think there is a really good chance, I think, that Ericsson will go. So that will also assist. Yeah. What you're missing is um, that the the stadium costs are separate to our running costs, um, which will come under financial fair play. So that is is on a a repayment scheme, which actually has been put off for a little while as well, as I understand. So... The profit we made, which was quite extensive last season, we were one of the best profited profiting um, clubs uh, in the Premier League I believe we're still way within financial fair play already um, actually if you if you work it out I don't think we've at this moment we've even spent 50 million in total um, and, and certainly as you say if um, Ericsson goes which I think is a great possibility although my suspicion is that might be down to Pogba whether he goes or not to Real Madrid if he doesn't they might come and look for um, Ericsson, in which case we yet again will almost certainly balance the books. So I don't, I don't think this has been a particularly what looks to be well. They're great signings. I like the signings, but financially we're still well within um, FFP. So and that's the fact, and because we haven't signed for the last however many gazillion years as well, so we've kind of got that credit, I guess, also. Yeah, yeah, ring ring credit. I like that. Well, yeah, quite. Well, you know, that's how Daniel likes it to be, which I get. It's you know, it it is a business, Mm. Um, and I suspect that the today's and any previous signings haven't been done on a here is all the money all at once. There will be it will be a loan. It well, like loans effectively, like we've done with um, Sissoko. Mm. Let's um, let's look at the. Incomings. We'll then look at the the outgoings and um, and some of the some of the the, the the possible still to be outgoings. Ericsson, you mentioned um, uh, earlier, John. Um, so the, the, we had obviously we had on Dombele, but I think it's just Dombele. That I think yes. it, it's not a it's not a silent end. So Dombele and Clark um, earlier back in start of July seems seems like a lifetime ago. Um, and then says, oh, we really Ryan. have to sign him, Ryan. Right. Um, Ryan. Yeah, my worst nightmare came true. Um, so the lad, <laughs> the lad who used to play at Fulham, um, Ryan Session, and uh, and Lacelso today. Um, let me come to you first, David. Um, you're a big fan of Clark and Ryan. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you, you, you and I together, because when he played for Leeds, which was probably only about his second or third game, mm. it may have been his first game for Leeds, we were watching it that evening, and um, 
you've got your wind. Someone's got their window open next to the motorbike, <laughs> d- delivering a pizza. Um, you and I were watching the game, and this young Jack Clark went flying down the wing and, and sort of drifted past people, and we messaged each other, didn't we? Yeah, that's and right. said, you, see, you seen that lad? I mean, I, I, immediately I was taken to him. I said, this is this is somebody I'd love to get, and it occurred to me straight away with Bielsa there being the mentor to um, Pochettino that the two things might come together and and so they have so I I think people are not dismissing him but I don't think people are sort of seeing that the the possible um, talent that there is and and I do think it's as talented as um, um, Delhi so I've got a lot of time for him and yes Sessignon it was the other lad that I, I couldn't wait to sign I just hope this year which has been poor for him because he, when they changed managers, he was put on the sideline. When he did come on, he didn't look. Obviously, Fulham weren't playing well. He didn't look great, and he, and he hasn't sort of dropped away. I, I'm I'm just a bit nervous of that. But otherwise, yeah, great signings mm. and two two young young English players. And I think yep. the, the key thing with um, with Clark, he's not he's not a young player um, that's going to struggle to find a game because. Because we've we've loaned him out, and we've loaned him back to his parent club, back to Bielsa. So there isn't the issue of Pochettino um, loaning out a player to a club where he doesn't, you know, trust the the, the coaching uh, methods and, and whatnot. Generally, the players that he likes, he likes to keep within the first team squad, which is fantastic. The only downside of that is. As we've seen, for example, with Carl Walker Peters, game time can be can be limited. So, Clark will get that for the, for, for the next twelve months. Obviously, Session will be, um, you know, he's not going to be loaned out or anything like that. But I, I suspect there will be opportunities for him, particularly if, um, and we'll come to it, come to it, this player in a minute. But particularly if, if Danny Rose is 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 is, is moved on. Um, the other two acquisitions, Lo Celso and Dombele. Um, Bex, John, thoughts? From what oh, I I've have... read... Oh, go on, sorry, Bex. Oh, no, it, it's not going to take me very long, so you'll be okay. Um, I haven't seen Los Also. I'm not watching bloody YouTube videos of his, you know, 20 greatest minutes, um, because that is massively deceptive, as we all know. Um, so I haven't really seen him, and I've not really seen Don Belle either. I did a... I'm going to try and not watch anything until the actual season starts. Mm. And mostly by the Audi Cup games, I've been okay, so I've not done any of that. So I'm kind of going into the season brand new. Mm. So um, I, I, I refuse to get into the hype of these players are signing and coming and Dybala in and out, or is he shake it all about what's happening with him? And, and it wasn't until um, Richard Cracknell tweeted this afternoon that Sessignon and Celso were done deals that I started to believe that they were actually going to happen. Um, the Celso, I read up, up a bit about him today from one of the, the writers that's, that's followed him. Apparently, he's a young, very exciting prospect with a huge ceiling above him. He, he, he's got massive bags of potential. So we'll see how he develops. And Ndombele, I thought he played well in the Audi Cup. I thought he, his fitness needs to be improved massively. I thought he was blowing out of his arse after about 70 minutes, 60, 70 minutes. So, but that will come with more game time, I think. I'm excited by both of these. And hopefully we can, you know... Lacelso is just alone with the option to buy, so hopefully yeah. we can we can if he proves himself we can pick him up. I believe the scums loan who they got of seller boss. There's no option to buy at the end of that. He just goes back. So 
it's interesting that they that they're getting players that would have walked into our team ten or fifteen years ago, but now would struggle to get game time with us. Mm. It, you know, it just shows how far those levels have switched and and changed around. It's it's been a heartening window, I think, for us. And I don't <clears> think I thought Everton would have done more. They they in dire need of a centre back. They have two fully fit centre backs for all the players that they've bought. Um, Liverpool haven't done any business. They're following our met- our you know what we did the last win couple of windows. Chelsea obviously couldn't buy anybody, but they've lost Hadders and they bought Pulisic early. Don't know if they've improved. So I think we've had we've done all right out of our rivals. Really, it, I think we've done well. Yeah. The, the little that I saw of um, so, uh, Le Celso, I'm, I'm going to confess, I haven't seen a great de- de- deal of him. I saw a little bit in the Copa America set, maybe, in July, I think, um, when I was deprived of football and, and, and <laughs> I, was, I was looking at all over the, the internet and the dark web for my fix. Um, and I watched a little bit of, of, the, of, of, of the Copa, but not enough to make a, ju- a judgment, but if a fan affairs anything to go by, and the fact that Mauricio wants him and, and he's an Argentinian international, I'm sure he's a, a decent player. Um, Don Bele, um, I confess, I have watched a lot of the YouTube videos, but as you said earlier, Bex, they, they, you, you can't. We can get carried away. We've all got carried away watching YouTube <laughs> videos, um, and, and then it all goes pear shaped. Um, I, I did see him live for the first time last Sunday in the friendly against Inter I thought he did okay I, I thought he had a quiet game I don't think he was the best our best player on the pitch um, I thought he grew with the game um, I, I'm sure that you know there's a decent player there and one who will develop under under Pochettino I mean all in all if you consider also the ones that, that, that got away uh, Dybala who we were linked with heavily over the last couple of weeks um, it's, it's been a good window it's, it's been a good window um, even you know, even even though we didn't get somebody like uh, Dybala for the business that we did, and even for the players that we that we didn't acquire, um, you know, it, it it's it's been refreshing given what happened in the last last two windows. Um, let's it's look at novel. Novel is the word you're looking yeah. for. This is how we sign players. This is how we behave when we sign players on the occasion that we do. It's quite rare. Just feel weird. We've also got a healthy number in. We haven't gone crazy and signed seven players like, like we did in, in, in 2013 and and got two carried away. Um, the core of the squad is still there. Um, we'll, as I said, we'll talk about Ericsson in a minute and and a few others. But um, we had trips, Trippier um, depart in the summer to Atletico Madrid. Um, I think perhaps we could all see the fact that he was going to go. I don't think any of us envisaged that it would be... Atletico, where he would end up. Um, we had a question on from Ben Estes. Apologies if I hadn't pronounced his surname correctly. Um, and this is around, particularly around the right back position. So Trippier is obviously gone, and he just says, "What do you see happening um, at right back this season? Are KWP, um, Uria, and Foyth once healthy going to be enough to keep the position from being our greatest liability?" Everybody moaned about Trippier, but he was consistently chosen. He was consistently chosen starter before those other three. Now that he's gone and Foyth is hurt, surely we're much worse off and we obviously haven't purchased a, a new right back um is that something to be concerned about yeah i think it is for the first two games um I, and, uh, at least i mean i'm villa i'm not so 
famous last words. Villa, I'm not so concerned about, but up at uh, Man City, I am. Um, I don't quite know who we're going to play there, and I wouldn't want to play with a back three and wing backs against them. Uh, I think we need to be playing a back four. So, and we still haven't got Dyer back yet. I mean, Dyer could play a right back position, um, but <laughs> I don't know. I-, I could see Sissoko ending up as right back. Yeah, I was. I would have said Sissoko would have ended up at right mm-hmm. back as well. He seems to pop up in any position we, we're, we're lacking in. He'll be there. I mean, Foyth was bound for the first two matches of the season anyway, so yeah. he wouldn't have played. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he would have been short or somebody would have had to pick up that spot anyway. So the injury may be... Um, it, it, I was waiting for a raft of injuries after he went down. I thought, oh, here we go. Our, our season will be going down the pan straight away. But he'll be back and I, I think he'll he'll be in there and he's nailed on for that position. Um but yeah, well, you know, we'll, we'll we'll cope. Whatever happens, we we will. I mean, we've got Sanchez still as well that could play there. Yes, and so, he's looked very good so yeah. far. Yeah. So I I, I don't see it. I, I think people start to slightly panic. We know that Dyer can play midfield or he can play as a centre back. We've got a lot of players that can play in different positions. We've worried how long have we worried for when oh no, Harry Kane's done his ankle again. What are we going to do? Well, we've stuck. Um, uh, our, our Korean friend up there, Son, he's done a great job. Um, we've stuck our little Brazilian winger there, and he's done a great job. Mm. So we've we've muddled our way through it, to say the least. And, and we've got all these players that can play different positions. So, but I am concerned. I mean, it, it, it just happens to be right at the beginning of the season, plus these signings, which the one negative I'll take from these new signings is it's so late. They haven't had time to train with the lads. And I'm not sure they're going to be brought straight into the side on on Saturday evening. And that's my feeling as well. I don't think that we will see the best out of them this side of Christmas. Mm. I don't think... I, I, and I'm happy to say I could be very wrong. I'm not Poch. Um, but I think he will ease them in gently. They haven't had time to undertake his very brutal pre-season training. Mm. Um, and they won't be up to the fitness level he thinks is acceptable. So I think he will ease them in, and we're unlikely to see on Saturday evening the three of those start. Mm. I think historically, if there at all. historically, always always has eased the players in. I remember Loris yeah. coming in slowly. Um, I, I don't think he will risk them straight no. in the side. I think Dombele will Dombele well, will start because I think he's been playing in the in the pre-season matches and it's also interesting yeah. that we've actually had some kind of first team pre-season games because in the last after the world cup it was just the youth that got sent out there yeah. on the pre-season tour so it's been interesting there's actually been a proper first team pre-season i think we've handled the games admirably i think we played really well yeah i think that the right back position um it firstly could be, it could be the season that um carl walker peters finally pushes on um there and I a... hope he does. Yes. For his sake. When he's played, he's been excellent. So give yeah. him a shot. They, they see him start on on Saturday. Look, well, he, he has to. He's twenty-two years old. He's not a teenager anymore. Mm. If he's not cracking it now, you know, he's, he's going to be. Uh, this is a actually a very important season for him. Is it fair to say it's make or break this season? Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, it, it would seem that way. Well, he he will have to start the next two games because Foyth, well, Foyth was suspended anyway for those two, but he's now 
injured uh, for that matter. Um, Serge Aria hasn't featured at all during the pre-season. I think he's got a, a hand injury. Yeah. He's not allowed yeah. to play a contact sport. I think I think if he gets some money for him, he's off. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't feature much he's towards not. the end of last season either. I, know, I think he had an injury as well, but it was all. But he's not reliable. Yeah. Yeah. So this, I mean, this could be the season where where a KWP pushes on. Um, it suggested that Pochettino had high hopes for Foyth playing in that position. He played in that position for for uh, Argentina in 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 the copper. Um, without wanting to diminish the right back position and or the full back position, and I'm and I'm about to what I'm going to say. Um, if you go back to the not last season, the season before, when Man City won um, the league by a canter and got 100 plus points, Fabian Delph, who's not a fullback, was playing at left back for a lot of that season. And I think it's one of those positions, I could be wrong, but I think it's one of those positions you can sort of get away with playing somebody else who's not, you know, like a Sissoko, for example, a midfield player, or, or even Eric Dyer. I know he's, he's injured, he's played at right back before. You can sort of get away with being slightly weaker in that position. Um, it's not ideal. Um, and, you know, but we, we rewind four years ago, and we were looking for a player who would be a sort of defensive central midfield player um, and we didn't purchase anybody that, that summer in, for, for that particular position and um, Eric Dyer who'd been playing centre-back a mix of centre-back and right-back in his first season at Spurs um, played in that position I think in, in the in the pre-season and, and the first game at Old Trafford and I remember I, at the time I wasn't the f- only one I was quite critical it felt felt like a square peg in a round hole and actually as the season uh, progressed um, he did really really well in that position I know we've we've moved 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 on as a, as a club since then, um, but you know maybe maybe Pochettino does see Foyth as a as, as somebody who can actually adapt and play at right back, and maybe he's got high hopes for Walker well, Peters. There's, there's no trip here now in front of him, so Walker Peters. Yeah. Is, he, think... is he first choice now, Carl Walker Peters? Is he... he has to be, surely. He has to be, yeah. I yeah, think he, so. I think he is. Yeah. I I I got high hopes of Foyth. Um, and I saw him up at Wolves, and he gave was it two penalties away. That's right, yeah. Was, as his debut, yeah. As he's flailing there, um, once they've gone past, he puts his hands out and starts grappling. He did the whole same thing again. They, I'm afraid that already the other clubs have looked at it and said, if he plays there, lads, yeah. put put the quick boy on him. He's going to be all over the place. He yeah. is not. Uh, it's not like me to say, but he is not the right back. He is not the answer. I'm afraid he's been found out. Before so, he even gets the chance as well. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm afraid it's KWP. I, I, trust me, if they, if we pl- if, if we play him at right back, um, you'll see a speed merchant playing on the left-hand side against him. Yeah. So, it's on, when, when you see Delft playing then in that position, why don't we try and exploit it by putting Sun up against him? The, the, I think the answer is, is that because Man City are so well-fielded across the middle, and yeah. no balls can get through, and that's the difference in yeah. that that they've got that that screen of defence in. Is it Fernandinho? Yeah, they can just screen that. And or Chelsea had Kante before. Sarri played him in odd positions. Um, so yeah, I, I would imagine that yeah, it, it's it's got to be KWP. We'll see Walker Peters. Okay, let's just very briefly talk about. So, I mean, the window obviously closed today, but it's still open in Europe. I think it closes on the second of September. So, there is still a possibility that we might lose Ericsson, 
Danny Rose, who um, apparently was um, Watford wanted to sign him, but um, he, he refused to, to go there. Good lad. Um, and and even Toby out of Herald, we, we know he's in, in his final year of his contract, but he's he, he's featured in all of the preseason games, um, or at least uh, if he's not started, he's he started the second half or, or started the first half. He's, he's tended to ro- rotate and play play for one of the two forty five minutes. Um, Whereas Eriksson generally came off the bench. I don't think he started many of the preseason games. Anyway, um, there is still a possibility. Eriksson's also in his final year of his contract. Um, still a possibility that, that, that some of these players might leave um, for a move abroad. Um, we had a question from Dave, Dave Phipps. who says, thoughts on the Eriksson saga. If he stays, which looks likely, what state of play is his, is his mind? Lots of people slating him after the penalty misses in the um, in the... Audi and the International, or was it just the International Cup? It might have been Audi and the International Cup, anyway. But in, the, in, the pre, in the pre-season games, yeah. So Ericsson, is he on his, way, on, his, on his way out? Flog him. If you, get my, if you get some money for him, flog him. I think yes. his head hasn't been with us for the last season. I remember there was that clip last season of when we went into the first game of the season and Sonny had his hand over his mouth and he said, and he said something to Ericsson and Ericsson said, yes, I'm ready. And everybody took it as him signing another contract. I took it as Sonny was saying, do you think you could leave this? And he said, yeah, I'm ready to go. And that was, I'm ready. He's ready to leave. And I think from that point on, his head w- hasn't been at the club and he's been looking to get out. And, if he doesn't you know, want to be there, I'd rather not hit, I'd rather he. Yeah. No mm. player is bigger than the club. And I know yeah. he's been a great servant and he's a great player, but his head isn't there. Get, he has to go. And um, there's a lot of Man United players saying, oh, it'd be great to get him. And, and, and you know, people saying, we can't sell him. But again, he's not bigger than the club. He, he can go. So I saw that uh, Sky were reporting yesterday, yesterday, day before, that um, Atleti were looking at him. Go to Atletico. I'm completely cool with that. I'll be really pissed off if he goes to United. I'm quite happy if he wants to go to Spain. That suits me nicely. Um, but We it, can't go anywhere I, in England now. Well, yeah, but... I, Nobody goes to work because it is a job to do a bad job, I think. So, like you say, I think he's he's kind of there in body but not in mind. Mm. So he yeah, turns I... up and he kind of goes through the motions, but maybe his focus isn't on playing for Spurs. So I'm quite happy for him to go. I, I, I think he cost us the uh, Champions League final. I, I, yeah, I think, quite a statement. Uh, yeah, I think. Yeah. I, I think. Beside, well, I'll get on to the, a little bit of that. I want to go through the rule change. So I have you. I'll approach that one. But I just think that a, a fit, enthusiastic Ericsson, I think, could have pulled the strings that night. Um, it wanted something a little special, and it wasn't there. And I'm, I'm, I didn't think at the time. Mind you, I was too still cheesed off the whole game that the penalty was was given, but mm-hmm. and, I, and I really couldn't concentrate, and I haven't watched it since. But I do think an, an Ericsson that was absolutely up for it and buzzing, I think could have orchestrated and, and pulled strings and made a difference. Only one goal we needed, and and I just don't think I, I just now looking back at it, I think well maybe he's just not there. I have a, always have this issue, not so much the players, the agents. It's the agents. He's at that age, the agents in his ears saying, you know what, your, your, your stock is high. You're in your final years of getting a long four-year contract on 
treble your money. And I think he's thought, you know what? I'm worth more. Than that. I think it's about 70,000. He's been offered, I think, double your money. But I think he feels he's worth a lot more. And his agent's in his ear. His agent's looking for a payoff himself, uh, I would imagine, um, from the clubs as he um, touts him around. I think he'll be gone um, in the next three weeks. I really do. And I think Spurs have made that allowance, um, just as we were saying earlier, about financial fair play. But I think... Um, that uh, Levy would be happy to balance the books again if if, mm. if that's what it is. I, mean, I don't think he's been that tight-fisted. He's a businessman, but I, I think that's been factored in. I really do. And I, I, it will be interesting to see who makes that offer for him and whether he'll go because we're in the Champions League and he's saying Manchester United, they're not in the Champions League. So we'll find out re- a little bit of what his uh, mental state is. If he says yes to United, then we know pretty much it's money. You know, and nothing else. Um, we'll I mean, see. Is, is it conceivable that? I mean, so I suppose it, the the good thing is within this win within this window, he he can't go to an, uh, an another English club. Um, it's possible he might go abroad, and, and and I think if we if he if he went to let's say Real Madrid, Barcelona, whoever, um, I don't think we'll get the full value that we necessarily want. I'm just speculating. You know, plucking. Oh, we, we won't get fifty. 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 Sixty million, maybe. But but that's still better than losing him on a free. Um, exactly. Ne- oh, I'd take ne- that. Ne- that's, that's... And, and bearing in mind, he's going to be 28 next summer, so he's he's not even like, you know, to- whereas Toby Alderweireld will be 31, for example, he'll still be 28. So to lose him on a free next summer would would be would be awful. But if he could, if he hypothetically if he doesn't get the move to um, let's just say Madrid or or Barcelona by the end of this month, do you think there's any possibility that he might sign a new deal? I don't think he's going to go to Madrid or Barcelona. I think it's going to Atleti or a club of that, just underneath that level. I, yeah. I can probably see him going to somewhere in Italy, if I'm honest with you. Yeah. He, I could see him uh, Inter or AC quite comfortably. I know that they're, uh, they're probably not in the Champions League, but I can see them going for somebody of his, mm. going, him going to a club of that stature. Um, well, what uh, if he doesn't agree personal, personal terms? I suppose what, what, what I'm driving at is. Two things. Are One, we it, better than nothing? Well, is there a possibility that A, he might just say, well, I, I didn't get the move that I wanted to one of these Madrid or Barcelona teams and therefore I'll, I'll stay at Spurs and sign a new contract? Or, or worse than that, he doesn't get... He, he, decides, he just decides to see out his contract and, and, and go on a free. And he's... Le- it's, Levy, it's will, Levy, Levy will chew his legs off before he lets him go on a free. Yeah, but hang on. How much did we pay for him? Wasn't it something fucking 11. ridiculous? Like 11, 11. It's yeah. 11 million. So, we have had our money's worth in the, what, five years he's been there? Six years? Six, yeah. This will be his sixth year. We've had our money's worth. I think if if he's going to be awkward about it, then I think Lever will be like, go. Because the money doesn't matter anymore. We spent it. We've absolutely had that back from him. And I think Levy will just say, OK, fine. I, you, I'm not arguing. It's my way or... Bye-bye. Okay, a really quick quick question um, for all of you. Um, this Saturday against Villa, will Ericsson be in the starting lineup? Yes, yes. or no? Yes. Mm, I don't think he will be. Yeah, I think, I, I think, I think he'll be on the bench. I, I think he plays because I don't think Lo Celso is, uh, is fit. fit and I don't think we've got anybody else that can step in and do that role. Yep. I think that sounds interesting. 50-50 split there. 
Mm. I think if, it, if the preseason's anything to go, to go by, I think we'll we'll line up with the diamonds with Winks at the base of the diamond. Yep. Sissoko and um, Dombele tucking in on the left and the right, and Lamella. Well, it would be Delhi, but he's injured. Lamella at the tip of the diamond, um, and Ericsson on the bench. But we'll 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 we'll, we'll, we'll see. We, we know that he he's fit, he's available, um, and. I'm sure he will be involved in some capacity from from now to to, to the end of August, start of September. Where, where he ends up after that, who knows? Whether he signs a new contract, etc. Who knows? Um, the other two players um, who's, who have been linked with moves away, um, Toby Alderweireld. I mean, that's obviously an ongoing thing. Final year of his contract, he'll be what 31 next summer. Yeah. Um, I should add that Jan's in the same predicament, but nobody ever yep. talks about Jan leaving. Um, it's sort of assumed that he'll he'll just sign a uh, an exception, a sort of rolling contract. Um, out of Errol, he's still here, which is good. Um, can we see him going, or, or will he see his contract out? I think he's staying. I think that Champions League final, might, whilst it might not have been everything that we wanted, I think that's a powerful incentive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll stay. agree with that. I'll agree with that statement. Um, so I think I'll stay. I can I can see both Jan and Toby going back to Ajax because it's where their heart is. It's where they're from when they came through. So I can see them both going back there. Um, but w- what you said about the Champions League, every year we say what's our what's our predictions for this season, and I think we're going to do it at the end. Yeah. But every- <laughs> Oh, sorry, spoilers, spoilers. No, every year I get them wildly wrong, that's all. Well, I think every year I say a pot, a name on a cup, we need to win a cup. But if you look at last year, were we better served by getting to the Champions League final or would have we yes. been better served by getting the Carling Cup? Yeah. You know, I, I, that final, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Getting to that stage of that, that competition is far and away better than winning the Carling Cup. Yeah. So I'm, you know is setting those expectations this year this win a cup <laughs> <laughs> did you want to pick one <laughs> or is it just any all of them I've got any. goosebumps oh, no. thinking we've about got, that we've, Ajax game I've got goosebumps oh my god we've, all, we've already got the Audi Cup so. we have <laughs> um, okay do we, the other one go on can I just quickly say we're at a pub quiz this week and um Somebody, one of the questions was it was a picture round and there was a picture of the coat of arms for Ajax and they're, 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 it has the three crosses on it mm-hmm. and the question was what do the three crosses for so I put down Moore's hat trick in the champ- in the semi-final <laughs> <laughs> did you not win then? no we didn't get the points unfortunately <laughs> um, the other player is Danny Rose um, is he staying is he going I think he's got Another year after this, of his contract left. I could be wrong. I don't think it's, it comes to an end next summer. I don't want Danny to go. I love Danny Rose. I love his attitude. I love it. He gives 120% every time he plays. And sometimes he's the one that looks like he's mm. pulling that team up by their socks. And he's giving everything when when you can blatantly see that some players aren't giving everything. And I don't want him to go. I think it's a shame if he does get sold. Agreed. And to be fair... He's clearly not going anywhere in England. I'm really not sure that he would get away with the or, or manage properly if he was abroad. So I think we've got him for this season at least. True. The thing is, if Trippier is going to be a successful Atleti, Danny Rose would win the player of the season wherever he goes in Europe, really, because he's that kind of player. He's he's absolutely outstanding. 
But wasn't didn't he say he wasn't he another one of the I'd like to go back up north gang? Yeah, and if, that's really hard to do from Spain or Italy. I would argue he's our third choice left back now. I don't think so. Well, you've got Ben Davis there, who's been offered a five-year contract. He's just signed, yeah. I'd yep. take Danny okay. Rose over Ben Davis, but yeah. Um, that to me suggests so you've got one player who's 26 who's been offered a five year contract and you've got another mm-hmm. player who's 29, 30 um, and uh, club, club club want to club want to move him on so oh, do you go there? 20, 26 is he? he looks about 40 yeah but he'll still look so, 40 when he's 60 uh, it's um, a bit of a, a, a myth around Ben I, I, okay so I'm I'm a big fan of... I was a big fan of Danny Rose up until he got injured. I thought he was superb. Him and Carl Walker gave us so much so much pace and width, width um, down the flanks. I, I just don't think he's ever quite been the same player since since his, since his injury. I think he had a little resurgence towards the end of last season. Um, but Pochettino doesn't trust him to play. doesn't think that he's fit enough to play two games a week. So there's that side of it. There's... The various interviews, um, that, well, those famous interview with 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 the son, um, and I just I don't know. I just sort of feel that he'd be, it, it would be better to, to move him on. And then it, obviously we, we've now brought in um, Session, who I presume will play at left back. You, no, that, can no. I just say, Jav, you got his name right. It's first for everything. Yeah, I, I don't I don't think that Session will start over Rose. No. If Rose is still at the club, I don't. No. I don't I, He's not had a time to bed in and he's not got used to the formation and I think Rose would start before Sessegnon. Sessegnon will play in front of Rose. Yeah, he's... I think he's been bought to be a winger. I, yeah. I, yeah. I, I think he's been bought for succession planning. Yeah. Well, yes, that as well. But I think for the time being, I like Rose. I want him to stay. I think he offers, even if he's not quite the player as you're, you're saying, Jav, which is, might be true, that still makes him... Um, better fullback for me he's not the same as Ben Davis Ben Davis is a safe pair of hands um, and I understand we've now got security of having a solid back for left back with Ben Davis someone you can generally trust there's only one bad game he really had was against Liverpool a couple of seasons ago where he got stripped yep. to pieces but that was because he was left the son just left him yes, he didn't he did. cover him at all he just yes, left he him did. He was all over the place that time. He should have got him back, shouldn't he? Yeah, was they, it Mane who just ran at him yes. time after yeah. time after yeah. time? Yeah. Ben Davis has learned to speak Korean now, so... Yeah. <laughs> I can talk to him. <laughs> or, or just able to shout, get back, you fucking wanker, in Korean. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I think... Uh, I, I want Danny Rose to stay anyway, so that's uh, that'd be my vote. Uh, it's interesting because... It's said on the report that Watford had come in and Danny, Danny Rose had refused to go to Watford. So, um, and so he should. Good. And he, knows, he knows his worth and he knows his value and it's better than Watford. Yeah. Yeah. Bad. Um, okay, let's talk a little bit about Spurs Lady. So, um, they got promoted at the end of last season. Um, they are in the top tier of ladies football. Bex, what's been happening in the world of Spurs ladies? Tons. They've had a huge squad overhaul. Um, just everybody, basically, I think all of... Because the FS, the WSL works differently, what they've done is they've said, OK, we need to be in line with the FSL, uh, the, sorry, the WSL, and then we need to pay people. 
so it's been a huge change from um, anything that's gone on previously in lower league um, lower leagues yep, the fans okay in. not my ass um, so they've signed new players a lot of our old favourites have gone um, I've seen tonight that Rene Hector has signed for Charlton so there's players all over the place it's a massive massive overhaul I haven't quite got my head around exactly who's come in and what they've done but very few players I think have survived from last year's campaign um, Jenna Scalacci the skipper's still there but I think that's because she's the skipper <laughs> um, and I think Karen Hills and Juan Amaros are really taking this quite seriously. They've obviously, they were obviously scouting um, the back end of last season and they know who they wanted in. They know the way they want to play. And they have to go big or go home on this. The, to get to that level, WSL1 is huge. And they, want, they clearly mean to stay. And as part of that, they've gone through everything. Right, this is who we want. This is the, the, the players we want. These players are good. They've got us here but they're not quite good enough. And that must be a heartbreaking decision because Karen's worked with some of those girls for years. And I don't quite know how you go about making, having those conversations. That must have been really awkward. I think, so, I think having, having, having talked to Emma about it, Emma Beckett, yeah. there's a lot of um, the commitments they've got outside football um, yes. that, that pay their wages and their mortgage and keep their kids in food, etc. that they couldn't afford to give those up to carry on playing. So that's well, why some of them have made the decision, yeah. like Emma, that she can't carry on playing for Tottenham, unfortunately. No, so, and there's a bunch of girls that have got careers outside that medicine. Um, it, everybody thinks that that doing that job, being a footballer, is fantastic. And nobody's debating that. But when it comes down to it, you need to make sure that you've got the money to live. It's not just a nice thing to do. And I know the WSL has insisted that teams pay their players but I don't know how much money Spurs ladies have I don't know if they are bankrolled by the club I don't know if financial fair play applies Wait, I suspect I think, not if you, if you think of the, the big hitters in that league um, Arsenal, Arsenal and Chelsea, Man City, City. Yeah, they, they're going to be bankrolled to a lot yeah. of large extent and if you look yeah. at the wages and the players that they get it's going to be that way and I don't think that Spurs are on that level they're not and, that, and, I, and that's because they're newly promoted and and, and they've worked hard for what they've got. So I'm not, how, you know, it, it's a, it must be tremendously difficult to make those decisions. It, 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 how are the, how are the um, like television rights money distributed in that? Is, is it disproportionate <laughs> that the people at the top get loads and the people, at, you know, because I'm thinking the it's what just money? like, oh, well, no, it's any money that's, co- shall we say, any <laughs> money was, that's coming into the league? Because that's, well, the, that's, only, that's, the only money that did come into the league was the FA Cup. Yeah, and that's a big thing because that money isn't there. So, and the yeah. the, the crowds aren't there. So the problem nope. is, is they can't pay them the wages. So you, yeah. you, there can't be any financial fair play because it's got to be financially doped to get the good players in. So I think on the back of the of a very successful um, televised women's World Cup, it was good. Help. It was excellent, by the way. I really enjoyed yep. watching that. Um, then that will help lower teams like Spurs because maybe people will go and see them now. Um, there's a change of venue for next season as well. They're no longer playing at Chesham. They will be playing at um, London B Stadium. So I think that's quite good as well. And that's also another statement of intent. Slightly better stadium because Chesham, let's be fair, Jav, not exactly the most um, glamorous of locations, was it? It's a shithole. That would be it. <laughs> it's, all, it's, all, it, it, it's a bit like Selhurst Park. 
<laughs> which is also a shithole. It's, it's a but, pity that pity they didn't get relegated. A Sunday League mm-hmm. team, or you know that kind of level. So I think to get a new ground to play in as well is great. And if anybody would care to go and watch the Spurs ladies, they play now. They're playing WSL One. They will regularly play Arsenal instead of it just being occasional cup competitions. And for their game in November, I think it's the 1st of November, they're playing at the stadium, which is absolutely massive. massive. Because the girls have only ever played there once before, and that was the season, um, the last season at the old White Hart Lane. Yeah, Um, that's West Ham. Yeah, and so I think to have them there for such a huge match, it's against our local rivals, massive absolutely huge so if you haven't been able to get to the stadium go and see that game because the tickets will be much much cheaper and i suspect they'll only open kind of like lower levels but you should still be able to get a ticket more easily it will still be cheaper you'll get to see the stadium and you'll get to see the girls play so i think that's a really important thing as well a recognition from the club there was a question yeah. from um one of our listeners, one of our regular listeners, Gilly, um, his Twitter handle is at I know Alan, Alan Gilzine. Um, question for you, Bex. Um, he says, um, how do you see the w- women doing this season, given that the players who seemed important last season have been let go, such as Sarah Wiltshire? Is the jump very big to the Premier League? The jump is absolutely massive. Abs- just, it's huge. It's like going from... League two to the Premier League effectively because the golf is so big. So you're looking at the the teams that regularly win, the big teams, Arsenal, Chelsea, Man City. Um, they have squads full of international players and yet we don't have one. One confirmed, one automatic on a team sheet for their team. We've got players that are under 21 level. We've got players that are on the fringes of the, the, their national teams. But nobody who is a definite, yep, I'm always in the national side. And that's what we're competing against. So that golf is still absolutely immense. And I think it is going to be really, really hard. And we're not going to have a runaway season of winning everything. Um, but I still think it'd be really interesting. It'd be interesting to see how the, the team works, considering so many players aren't there anymore. Because it's effectively like forming a brand new team from scratch. The infrastructure might be there around it. But all of your key personnel are different from anything that you've had previously. It's almost going to be, sorry sorry to bring this back to the Premiership, but it's almost going to be like how, how Aston Villa do this season because they've gone I think the it's going to be. I think it's going to be, it's, I think the difference is greater than that. I get what you're saying, um, but Villa have been there before um, and it's probably, I think, the jump from the Championship to the Premiership, whilst it's a big gulf, I still think that Spurs are probably fighting a bigger gap. But I could be wrong. We'll wait and see. It should be quite interesting. I, so long as the girls manage to stay up, I think that will be counted as a successful season. To go straight back down again, I think, will be really heartbreaking, considering the work that's gone on behind the scenes. Um, they, I know I mentioned it before, they're rebranded from Tottenham Ladies to Tottenham Women, which is good. I think it's more in keeping with current social norms. So it's less lady being called ladies is a little bit you know little britannish but i'm a lady and i'm very refined to women which is a little bit more down to earth it's a little bit jacob reese mogg (laughs) don't even go there um could it not have been the tottenham bells or or is there another apt word for for females from tottenham that could have been used but well a 
because then you're rubbing against Donny Bells, who are one of the oldest women's football teams, and that's so you don't really go and steal from them, do you? But also, I think it's that there was a whole culture change around teams being known as ladies because it was the Women's World Cup, it wasn't the Ladies yeah, World true, Cup? Yeah. True. And I think that's filtering right across the patch that you can see a lot of clubs. It's, it's a tiny change, absolutely minute, but I think the message it sends is, you know, we're not all sat there doing our nails and worrying about our hair. The focus is on the game. Women sounds a little bit more equal, perhaps. The um, Tottenham ladies, do they kick, kick off in September? Tottenham women. Tottenham women. I did so, just There say you that. go. I'm just, I'm, I yeah, I'm, just I'm, I'm that, guilty okay, as the rest. Just, I, just, <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to be absolutely clear. <laughs> I don't know because I've lost my um, idiot's guide to where they're. I think, I I think it. it's something. I'm what, sorry. What, it sounds like I don't prep for this. <clears throat> um, what do the. Um, what, 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 what did I see the other day? Um, there, there was something about um, you can now watch all of the um, Oh, yeah, games. the games. Yeah. Um, I can't find that either. I'm really not having a good game. That, so let's just go home. I, th- I think off, off the top of my head, um, and I'll, I'll, I'll find the details, but um, the, the FA, I think, have introduced an app that you can install on your phone and you can watch the games for free, which almost seems too good to be, to, to, to be true. But if they have done that, I think that's, that's really good. Um, and... They want to put them on YouTube. They want to host them on YouTube. Oh, that's, cool. an, that's an even better idea, given that a lot of young people will you know, tend to exactly. watch. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. the thing is, people with smart TVs can get their YouTube on their TVs and watch it on the TV yeah. rather than mm-hmm. on an iPad, because you're going to need some kind of mirror casting to get it on there mm-hmm. if you're using it on a phone or an app. But yeah, it should be on YouTube. Okay, let's... Um... Let's talk about rule changes. Um, we had a question from another one from Gilly um, who, who asked, anyone else nervous about the new rule, meaning we will be playing out from the back from inside our box, maybe even six-yard box? What can go wrong? How is it best for us to manage this rule change? I envisage many screams of, for the love of... Knock it <laughs> long. <laughs> knock it long from me early on this season. Um, David, tell us about that and some of the other rule changes okay yeah we've got five main rule changes coming this season um, Hold on, if... Dave, did, did you prep for this david i certainly oh, did right, okay, <laughs> I okay certainly thanks did. there are well actually i had two goes to something i downloaded um some some of the rule changes from the the internet uh, just double check through it and the wording and if anyone saw the debate the other night um they did a whole hour on VAR and the new rule changes uh, with Neil Swarbrick, um, who's in charge of the VAR. So we've got all this uh, information, and it's almost information. I've watched it twice now, so to make sure I'm up with it. Um, the one we're talking about, this particular law, uh, was, was an interesting one. And it does throw you back to think, well, why do we do this? Last season was a good example where suddenly we kicked off and we, we played the ball backwards straight away. And I thought, well, what's happened there? Where's, where's the other bloke to knock to? And of course, I realised immediately, oh, we've changed it. And I didn't know that. We just knock it backwards. Well, why did we knock it forwards? And we, we, we tend not to ask the question. And, and now we are a bit more in the game and saying, well, do we need to? And the goal kick is a great example. Up to now, we take a goal kick. The ball's got to go out of the, the area um, 
And if if it doesn't sort of reach for some reason, then players would jump in the box, stop the game. So that slowed the game down. There's no good reason. So now we can just play it to any of our players, call them defenders, it could be a forward, in the box, and off they go. The opposition can't be in the box. But if we want to take a quick goal kick and the attacking players are left in the box, that's your own lookout. Don't do it sort of thing. Um, the referee will not be blowing a whistle because that's your choice to take quick. If, for instance, if you take a quick um, free kick outside the box and the players uh, a yard, attacking players a yard from you, got it back to you, referee says play on. You know, it's your choice. So, and, and I can understand where we're coming from here. What, what we're worrying about now is because we now got this culture of playing out from the back, which Pep has particularly brought. I mean, Maurizio's been doing this for a little while as well, but Pep is very big on it. We play, 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 play. We're now finding goalkeepers are coming up expensive because we need ball-playing goalkeepers. So we're now worried that we're going to play this short ball, but I don't see that. We're already doing this. You know, if we play it out to a, a full-back at square, it's going to come back into the goalkeeper. We start playing from the back. I don't see that as a big change. I don't think we're going to get all that yelling. So uh, this is my answer to that question. Right. Next qu- next one. Substitutions. And this has been brought in because uh, if you're 1-0 up and you want to waste time and you know your, your number's coming up, they leg it to the other side of the pitch to the corner flag and start limping around. And then they start to wave at the crowd and bow and then shake the hands of the referee. So they have to go off at the nearest point. So you'll now, I'm sure, see players run to the centre spot before they get taken off. So they've at least got some distance to go. Um, so this is, again, rule changes to try and speed up the game and all this nonsense and bring away from referees. Um, right, so we've, we've done that one. Um, we've done goal kicks, free kicks. This is the next one, which, again, is to speed up the game. Um, when we have to form a wall, which we do... When generally within range of goal, so it's a shot or it's uh, in the box at the side, we tend to put uh, a wall there. Um, a wall must it constitutes in this rule three or more players. Two players do not constitute a wall. They might be very good friends, but they're not a wall. So it's three or more players. And the moment you've got three or more players, attacking players cannot go in that wall. They have to be one yard away from it, behind, at the side, in front doesn't matter one yard away and this is clearly to stop people tugging at the, at the wall and, and pinch punching and all this nonsense that the referee has to deal with and we're waiting sort of half an hour for a free kick to be taken so that's a simple one um they, so does that mean when he draws his line is he then going to draw another line like a yard no, away from no him? No, no, no. It's one. It's, it's a minimum one yard. As far as they're concerned, the bloke could stand five yards from the ball if he wants to, the attacking player. But the defender's still got to be the same ten yards. Um, but it's a minimum, uh, or a maximum rather, a yard away from the wall. Um, so, or a minimum, right? It's minimal. Right. Um, handball. This is the one I want to get to. Handball. Now, I want to bring to the bring to the to table here the word Spursy. It's a oh, word. No. I've, it's a word I've hated. No, I want Bex. I now want you to <laughs> ad- <laughs> stay, stay. Stay with me on this journey, if you will. Yes, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in. I've got the popcorn. I'm ready. Come on. Yes. Okay, go. 
I want us to adopt the word Spursy. I don't think that, that the word has always been used against us. And in all honesty, it comes to times like this when handball, as we saw in the Champions League final, was a nonsense. That was a nonsense. The direction now, again, and, and the other parts of this is players with their arms behind their back. We know Toby does that. He comes running in. He thinks the bloke's going to launch one. Both hands go behind his back. And it's an unnatural position. And, and the wording is, if a player is in an unnatural position, and, and it's, they accept a player's going to have his arms out from his body, not just against the side of the body. They accept they're outside the body. And as long as they're just there and sort of broadly static and not going towards the ball, they will not be giving a free kick or a penalty. Um and even if the arms are sort of up wide, and particularly when Sissoko was pointing um, at, I think it was, was it Trippier? I can't remember who it was. It was uh, in the, on the overlap. Say, so pick him up. That, if it hit his arm directly, that would not have been given a penalty. The fact that it hit his body and then hit the arm, it certainly wouldn't be given now. So, but the other part to this is, and this is on penalties now, if a player comes charging in, um, for a diving header and it may hit the defender come out and just accidentally hit his hand or arm and then bundles over the over the line that won't count as a goal so that, danny uh, rose's one against man city yeah um, go, that that wouldn't count no for, he, this is an attacker sorry this is right. an attacker you cannot score even if it accidentally hits your hand okay even I think it's all a bit subjective, and and it still will be. It's yeah, still and I still be. think we, we're gonna. I don't think the rules have clarified anything. I think if anything, they've muddied the waters even further. I I'm not sure they have, but okay. you're right, Bex. It is still subjective, and and the only way to to make it not subjective is it hits your hand. It's handball. There is there is no other way. But I think they're just. It got silly, and I think in any ball that's mm. absolutely welted and it's hitting your hand, which is down by your side, they are not going to give it. We do have this. We're going to come to VAR. We do have the secondary look of VAR. Right, my favourite thing. Well, I'm going to come on to that. Um, cards for coaches. Who knew that um, coaches were given um, yellows and red cards last season in the Championship and below? They were. Okay. They were. Um, they're now being handed out in the Premier League, and I think that's a good idea. Wasn't? Didn't Poch get? get um, okay, because managers have been sent. They've off been sent before. off before. Yeah, they're yeah. sent to the stands, aren't they? Yeah. Not, so now they're just going to be carded the same yes. as players. Exactly. Yeah. So that's good in a way. Provide some clarity. Well, it's a bit yeah. of continuity, isn't it? So okay. So what's a yellow card offence for a manager? Well, yeah, well, yes, that would, yes, yes. Um, it, seen in the past, a water bottle is kicked or thrown, which is considered violent and could be a red card offence. So a water bottle being kicked or thrown um, may well be a red card. Can the, is it only the, only the referee can give the cards or can the fourth official give them? Uh, fourth official can't give it, but he can call the referee over and say, he just kicked the bottle. Do you see can, that? Can those decisions against the managers be reviewed on VAR? <laughs> I was say. <laughs> no. Can they? Are they subject to an appeal? Uh, yellows are, reds are. Yes. What? Straight reds or a second red? A second uh, yellow? No, no. Straight red. 
Only a straight red. You're te- trying to test me here, aren't you? No. How, many, how many match bands does a straight red get you? <laughs> one, and is that one a match band? Is that a stadium band or is that a to the stand band? Uh, I think what happens is that they will be treated slightly differently to the players and they will go in, in front of the FA for whatever they've done. If you get four yellow cards, do you then get a red, like a ban? Yeah, I don't know that one either. No, you get a framed red card. I... <laughs> It's, good. it's not answered here and I haven't found that one up um, there's an interesting one that came in along and this is not part of it but coin toss which I've always known um, I, I generally always captained the sides that I were in um, and this is when the coin toss goes up did you, know, did you know you have a choice of kicking off or which end yes oh, Yes. yes. Yeah. Well, the, yeah. the suggestion is that a lot of, lot of captains didn't know that um Right. <laughs> yeah, apparently what did they so. What was for then? Uh, to, be, to be fair, John Terry captained the team and he's as thick as shit. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it doesn't surprise me that some people weren't aware of that. Yeah, wasn't, there, wasn't there a pre-season game? I think it was Spurs against Juve where they didn't toss a coin. They tossed a credit card. Oh, yes, he got done for that, yeah. the referee. Yeah. He got badly done for that. He forgot the coin. <laughs> Which... What? Oh, my God. Not only, not only who, carries, the, who carries cash he with him anyway? Card, yeah. but he carries not, a fucking credit card onto a football pitch. Yeah, no. no, see, what you've just said, Jav, who carries cash, I think the Premier League are missing a trick here. They need to have a commemorative... Challenge the, coins. The, the, yeah, the 2019-20 the kick-off coin that you can collect with the different coins that yeah. are different clubs. I'm surprised yeah. at that. I might Benini. have to write... Yeah, I'm, I might Patent have to write to the now, FA. John. I'm going to write to the FA. No, patent the idea now. I know somebody works for Panini. Yeah. Should just there do you it. There go. I'm going to give Dave a call. There you go. There you go. Right. Next one. Drop ball. Um, we're no, not it's having... just the way I'm sitting. Yeah. We're, we're, oh, we're here not, we go. We're not, having, we're not having <laughs> the old drop ball where we're two players are whacking at it. What will happen? The referee will have a situ- situation where a player's down. He stops it because of a head injury. He'll pick the ball. Whoever had the ball last, that will be dropped to them. Um, so there will be no two players in and then smashing at each other. That will stop. So have they also ruled out the thing where, oh, I'll give it back to the other side because I'm polite, or oh, we got the ball. We oh, they may back. well do. That's, that's yeah, but that's not been a rule, has it? That's just been no. an accepted yeah. um, side of the game, like a gentleman's agreement almost, yeah. a handshake yeah. agreement. Yeah. So I don't think they can legislate for that, can we? Well, no, that's right. They're not. That, 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 exactly that. That's, that the, the rule is they'll give it to the last team now whether they choose to whack it down is up to yeah. them um they, they, they can end up sort of upsetting people as, as sheffield united did years ago um ball hitting the referee should happen ball, more often yeah the ball okay. strikes a referee and it stops it and the other side collects it the referee will stop the game and then drop it for the other side um if the ball carries on and and to the same side he won't stop it he doesn't want to stop the game this is all these rules are trying to keep the game flowing but clearly this one, they felt the ref hitting the referee and then the other team gaining advantage is not good. So uh, that won't happen. Um, right. So the VAR. VAR. Now, what I'll quickly tell you. What does that I'm, stand for, David? Uh, video mm. assistant referee. Thank you. He's going to come and find you and hurt you. This was on on the programme the other night, as I say, a debate. And Charlie Nicholas is on there. Now, Charlie Nicholas is much oh, like... Oh, stop now. No, 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 listen to me. Stay with me. John, stay is that your phone? No? Stay, okay. stay with the journey. 
<laughs> He's like Javid. He doesn't like VAR. <laughs> but that's where the comparison ends. That's where the I comparison ends. That. You're both Scottish, the... aren't you? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, if I quickly go through it, they, Stockley Park is where they do all the training. Um, Pochettino went there, and, and Je- Jesus, he went with him. Um, all the all the managers went there, and, and a lot of dignitaries, what have you, and were shown how it all works at Stockley Park. So now they all know, um, and the players are going there, uh, and, and they're all getting a rundown how this works. So that there's no, on the day, arguing about it or less arguing that's it VAR that will decide it now they're going to try and do less on VAR and I think what was quite interesting with it um, the line that did you remember uh, last season when uh, we had um, the Chelsea manager come up with a laptop and say look look Kane was offside Kane was offside yeah, yeah? Um and he had the wrong angle. They said he really had the wrong angle. We can't be having that. They're going to have two lines. And then they're going to work on a perpendicular line as well for a line for the shoulder. So that a line comes up. All these on the computerized line. So this is going to improve. Okay. But they're going to have two lines. So you've got the attacker line and a defensive line. So you'll see a, a red line and a blue line. So you'll see for sure. And then, once a decision is made, that will come up on the screen. So the fans will see it. So there will be some interaction with the people in the stadium. Okay, so are they going to openly say, right, it's gone to VAR. They're going to stop the game. There will be a clear and acknowledged by the fans in the ground, because let's face it, the game is played for the fans that are there, not the ones that are at home that can see the blue and red lines. Exactly. So they need to make sure that fans are aware it's gone to VAR. Not just do it by guesswork. Are they going to put on the screens around the stadium VAR decision? Yes. Like they do in cricket? Yes. Good. Yes, but not Old Trafford. They don't have screens. Exactly. For the Can... love of fucking Christ. Yep. Because they're short of a bobble too, aren't they? Yep, yep, yep. It's I bet disgrace. they've got them. I bet the Glazers have those at their stadiums in the States, though. Uh... Well, given, given a name like the Glazers, surely they could put screens in. <laughs> Very good. You're on form this evening, my friend. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. um, so, yeah, it, it's a VAR is going to try and... They've, they've been working on this to try and speed it up, use it less. Um I've got no idea for that. They just need to keep the fans informed because I think that's the mm. biggest frustration going. Yeah, is yeah. If you're there, you don't. You, uh, you might not have seen the referee put his hand to his ear. How are you supposed to have seen that if you were watching the ball? Maybe you should have just giant styrofoam hands so you can see where they are. Jazz hands. Yeah, yeah. I mean, last season we arguably were on the end of one of the worst VAR decisions in Sissoko's. Um, no, no and, um, and one of the best yeah. ones in the terms of Lorente's goal against Man City. So, uh, you know, they say that decisions even themselves out over a season. They don't. No, they don't. Yeah, they blatantly don't. They blatantly don't. And you're right. We will get stung by something. Other teams will get away with something. It's going to take away the element of doubt of the really big decisions. John Terry's goal that never went across the line. Those stupid ones that used to get given will go. And yeah. for that, I'm quite glad. Yeah. And anyway, uh, now the, the, the celebrating, because um, they say about celebrating, you know, well, we can't celebrate. Well, you do. I mean, it's always been case that goals have been disallowed after they've danced around the pitch. 
that the linesman still got his flag up. Said, no, it's offside. So out of 208 goals, only six were disallowed afterwards. It is actually a very small percentage. What we th- is, is one of those things, what we think, you know, oh, yeah, oh here we go. It's not going to, you know, it's, it's going to disallow it again. Well, it's only six out of 208. So it really doesn't do that much. Now, phase of play, that's the other thing. Um, they will keep playing on and then they'll draw it back to something as a case of phase of play. I know it's going to be a difficult one to explain. And, and of course, I got it on the screen, this one. Do uh, your best, get, David. Yeah, I will. Um, this was a Mo Salah uh, down the wing. He was offside, fractionally offside. Linesman quite rightly didn't give it. He let it run. Um, he wasn't sure. It was very tight. Then it's a lot of bit of play, although Liverpool still have it. And eventually, after three or four players have played it, it's scored. They then look at it. And they go back and they say, no, it was offside earlier in that phase. But it's got to be in that same phase. But they're going to do less of that. And because it can just how that was 23 seconds, by the way, that phase wow. of play from that offside to when the goal was scored. And I think they're going to cut that down and say, no, we're not going to go back that far. Um, but it, it, it's got to be in that same phase. The moment it goes to a second phase, in other words, the opposition have got the ball. Yeah, so there's an interruption the or it goes it. out of play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the or end Or hits of it. the referee. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's the end of it. I, I think that's all I can. I, I won't say on VAR because otherwise we're going to go on about it. I, I'm, I'm quite encouraged by what I've seen. Um, and, and at the end of the day, um, so was... Uh, uh, the man I, I mustn't mention anymore, I suppose, the, the, the old Arsenal guy. Um, he He's all for it now. He's seen it and he wants to go with it. As ever, it comes down to not what, what it is, but the application of it. Um, that's what I think people have queried previously. Yeah. So, and they proved that it worked. It worked in the World Cup, in the Women's World Cup, mostly. A couple of yeah. decisions that I still think were maybe incorrect however so it'd be interesting to see how it works this year mm. yeah F- famously it worked at the, uh, at the um, Etihad last season in the Champions League um, quarter-final oh no, t- I tell you what I felt so sorry for the lad felt so sorry not getting that goal it was outside yeah after after the event all that celebrating and then I felt so Tragic. sorry for uh, Sterling broken. one thing that I I'm, I'm not a huge fan of VAR, but I, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to the fact that last season Liverpool scored a lot of goals which were in what appeared to be offside positions. So it'll be interesting now with, with, with VAR um, how many of those goals are given and, and how that will affect um, and, and league most, standings. And Mo Salah dropping to the ground. Yeah, that's yeah. going to be the good one. Is getting rid of all those, that rolling around, all those fake injuries. Um, the thing is, you know, this isn't going to be the last time we talk about VAR this season. It's going to be an ongoing thing. So yes. maybe we should have a VAR corner where we can review some of the decisions. Can we have a VAR swear box? <laughs> every time we mention yes. it, we just, we just put... Um, okay, let's... Buy a paycheck. <laughs> May yeah. I just add one more thing? Um, you know, simple rule changes. I would like to see offside... Being the unless someone can think of what reason why this wouldn't work, but feet only to be offside, that would is, help with VAR. Isn't it? Isn't the rule? It's whatever part of the body can play the ball, so they exactly don't that. count the arms and hands. No. They count from the shoulders onwards, yep. isn't it? That's it. Yeah. 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 Or head. Yeah. I would like to see the feet only, so the head doesn't count. 
The, uh, yeah, I, I can see mm-hmm. why they go for any other part of the body rather yeah, other than too. the hands. I can see that. It, it kind of it kind of makes sense if you start ruling out the head. Then why is the you know why rule out not rule out more bits? Why I, I think it has to be all or nothing. I think you you've got one end of the spectrum. I think it's right as it is. Mm. Okay, I'll just drop that in. What if you what if you're Harry Maguire and you've got a big head? Slab heat, slab heat. You're yeah. unlucky then, aren't you? Okay, um, we've got Villa at the weekend. Um, they're a newly prom- prom- promoted club. I'm, I'm presuming we all think we're going to get the three points. Nope. Nope. Think we're going to struggle? I don't think we're going to struggle. I think it's it's always hard. We traditionally start very slowly. We've had some really dodgy first first games, losing to Man United, etc. Beating Newcastle at St James' last Yeah, but it's not. Everton won one. It's not the mm-hmm. breeze that we think it's going to be. No, and I can't won't be. see this season being any different. Here's the true Tottenham fans coming out. Here we, <laughs> here we go. So, here Grealish, we go. Grealish to get the winner in the 92nd minute. Shut up. <laughs> if that happens, <laughs> I will be very upset indeed. I don't. I just don't. You've assumed, don't you, that as a newly promoted side, we should. This should be a walkover. It should be a cricket score. No. And I just. <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna play with freedom, aren't they? But First they have, of... yeah, absolutely, they are because they're gonna come in and enjoy it. Yeah. And I and I'm in our new stadium as well. Yeah. They, right. First so they're gonna they come. They played there. So they're, they're gonna, gonna be they're gonna be in awe of our new stadium. They're gonna they're gonna look Shit at their their yeah they're gonna their, their shitty old stadium and think oh look at we could, Grealish is gonna want to come the here. They, you could have won. Yeah, be dumbfounded, and I think we'll win two one. I'm gonna I'm gonna put two one down. I'm perfectly happy with that. But I just think it's yeah. not going to be as easy as we think. Uh, and, uh, Harry Kane penalty and Lamella with a Rabona. <laughs> and Poch's disapproval. <laughs> yeah. Because Poch was not enamoured of that. Okay. David. David, for the three points. Uh, yes, I... I, 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 I agree with Bex this is this is no shoeing by any means you know as I said Villa are going to come there they're going to look at that stage that yeah I'm going to spoil the day for let's go on. let's just play with freedom enjoy yourselves but I don't think I hope they've got the attacking force to harm us so uh, I certainly think we can keep a clean sheet so I'm going to go for an odd goal win just the one nil I think they are not going to come and park the bus and I think that will favour us um I think we'll, I think we'll, we'll. I don't think it'll be easy, but I think we will win two 0 And you know, if we're serious about finishing very high up the league table, these are the sort of games that we need to. Yeah. You know, we, yeah. We, we, we need to win. You know, if it's Man City, they would they wouldn't blink twice. They they just do it, and and, yeah. and that's that. And and their fans would have that mindset as well. Um, let's just look more broadly at the season not just for us but other teams I'm, I'm going to come around and ask for predictions I mean normally when, when we do this previous seasons either the, either the transfer window has closed at the end of August I know the European one um, will close at the end of August but but previously it used to be the case that domestic one closed closed then or last season we haven't signed any players but we, we've we signed players we've got the business in by, by the end of the window so we can hopefully make some informed predictions. Um, let me do. Let's do the relegated teams first. Um, three teams to be re- relegated. I'm going to kick, kick this off. I'm going to say Brighton um, serves them right for sacking Chris Hutton. Brighton, Newcastle, who I think are in real trouble, um, losing Benitez, and I think the other team 
to go down are going to be Sheffield United. I'll make it simple. All those three that came up will go back down. What, Norwich, Sheffield United and Villa? Yep. Okay, Bex? Sheffield United. Southampton. And... Ooh! Ooh. Wow, because they had a really crap season last season and they've not done... Yeah, but Ralph has well. Yeah, I think Hassan 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 or whatever his name is has turned them right round. I think he's doing all right. No, I don't know. I I can see Southampton not doing very well and West Ham just because I would like that to happen. Oh, wouldn't I? Oh, but yeah, dream list. It'd be West Ham, Arsenal and Chelsea, wouldn't it? I'm quite happy for Arsenal to stay in the the Premier League. I'd just like them to be scraping that, you know, 17th, 8th, yeah, 16th, 17th place. I'd like them to be around there just so we can laugh at them. Yeah, yeah. I'd I'd have to agree. The three that came up uh, in the end, I'm going to favour them to go down. I think um, I think the chap that's gone into Brighton, I think he'll do just about a good enough job and keep them in the Premier League. Up to now, Newcastle looked to lost cause, but they've got the right manager to survive. So, yep, same three: Norwich, Sheffield United, and Aston Villa. They spent nearly 150 million pounds so far. Quite to load out, which sounds great. But he's going to have to get them all in tune together. And I think he's asking too much of it. And I've got a feeling. Um, I know they've got lots of money, the new owner. But I, I'm afraid I think um, they may well have done the wrong thing. OK, let's look at the top four and also generally how Spurs will do this season. So I think that I think that Everton, Wolves and Leicester will all have good seasons and I think one of those possibly could break into the top six but it's very difficult to to do that Um, short of that not happening I think that Arsenal will be six I think Chelsea it's very difficult because they're in a transitional season they haven't really purchased anybody they they did sign that guy from was it Borussia Dortmund American player back in January yeah um, and they've got lots of good young players, and it seems that Frank Lampard, Lampard is going to give those young players a chance. So it, it, I don't know; it's, it's very difficult. They, 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 block, they have one season where they do really well, and then one season where, where they do, do badly, and, and, and sack you know managers every season or every other season. Um, I'm going to say they'll finish outside the, the top four, and I think the top four will be United in fourth place. Um, actually, do you know what? I, I, United. Part of me thinks Ole will be gone by Christmas, um, but they've they've made some interesting acquisitions. Daniel James, um, they've got uh, Wambasaka. Uh, there's a few young players that are coming through. They seem to have done well in pre-season. So I, I don't know. I, I think it'll be between them and Chelsea for, for, for fourth. I think Liverpool will be found out this season. I don't think they'll have a good season as last season. I think they'll be third. I think City will be second, and I think we're going to win the league. Woo-hoo! And I change. agree. I agree with all of that. Fair enough. David? Right. Well, I'm afraid I'll go with um, a usual. Man City will win it. (laughs) Liverpool will be second. I think we'll get a credible third. I think we'll be closer. Um, I... mm, mm, Do you know, I think Arsenal are going to get fourth. Um, Okay. I've got a feeling that Leicester, I agree with you, I think Leicester are going to have a stunning season. You know, it wouldn't surprise me if they get fifth and push Manchester United and Chelsea below them. Wow. See, I, I I would agree. I think that um, Wolves, Everton and Leicester will have good seasons. And I think 
there one or two of those will push to break into that top six and it's going to be a struggle for i i think arsenal's defense is still shocking yes they, they will be found out and they will lots of teams will score lots of goals against them i don't <laughs> think they've addressed that in any way shape or form how do you uh, say that they've got sideshow bob yes <laughs> If they if they do not announce him by him walking around, stepping on rakes and hitting him in the face, there I'm missing a trick. Um, um, Brendan Rodgers is no mug. He'll have Leicester purring. There'll be a very very hard, different proposition from last season. Wolves will improve again. I think they 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 have been a very good side and they'll improve again. Um, I think strangely, I think Man United might struggle this season. Um, and I, th- um, um, I, I think Chelsea will struggle as well. And I think Arsenal. I think, I think it, the top, the top three will be Man City, us, and Liverpool for the top three. And then I think the the next six places is going to be a proper scrap for places. And I think that it's going to it's going to be a good race because I think there's three teams in there that are going to look at um, uh, Chelsea, Arsenal, and Man. United and see them be, uh, be as being beatable and finishing above them. Okay. So I, I yeah, it's going to be good. And uh, you know, broadly, there, there are four competitions we're, we're we're all involved in. Do any of you think we we can win a trophy? Champions oh, League. Bloody one, well should. One better this season. Champions yes. League. Absolutely, we can. We can win any Let's one of the, the trophies. League. Let's do the double. Well, I think the title, I think the Premier League title is be, is slightly beyond us. I, I'd, I'd like to say it's not, but with the changes we've got, um, they've got to settle in. This was never going to be uh, a one window. You know, this is going to change everything. It was never going to be that. This is just the first stage of it, and I, I suspect we'll go back in on January and tweak it again and get one or two faces in January, and then next summer, I, I would like to think that's that's going to finish off if you like, that project of getting the players in and settled. Hmm. So I, I, I wouldn't get too sort of over um, enthusiastic about the, the, the signings as, as regards of the Premier League title. I, I just don't think we... I would be... I would not be happy if we don't get third. We should be stuck on on that third place. Shouldn't be anybody else really um, getting near us for that. Okay, but, no, re- I, but realistically... He- do you think we can win a cup then? Yeah, yeah. Of course we, we could can. have won a cup last season, and I think yeah. um, the the great leveller that is VAR will will dare say help us in that. That you know where we've been robbed or decisions gone badly for other teams and stuff. I dare say it will help us and it'll help other teams as well. So yeah, I'm I'm pinning uh, um, our favourite player this season will be VAR. I would be very surprised if we win either the League Cup or, 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 or the FA Cup. I, I, I can see us winning the League. I can see us winning the Champions League, the, the difficult ones, as it were. Mm-hmm. Um, and not because I don't think Pochettino takes those comp- the other the, 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 the domestic cups. I don't not because you know the, the allegation is he doesn't take it seriously. Well, he got us to a semi final of the League Cup last year. He got got us two consecutive FA, FA Cup semi finals before that. I just. I don't know. I think there's something about it. I just don't. I can't see us crossing that line. But I can do. I can do weirdly in Europe because I think we play without fear. Um, and I think the league is there. I really do. I think it's going to be bloody difficult, by the way, because City and Liverpool, what ninety, was it ninety-seven and ninety-eight points they both achieved last season? They've you know they've set a really hard. Um, well, that's high it. Bar. But I think I think we'll, we will we will be there. 
Yeah, yeah, they were 98, 98 97 points, but uh, we're long, we were a long way behind, and I think we'll make some up. But um, did you know, by the way, we're, we're the last major league around Europe to use VAR in our league? Shocker. Yeah, that is really. Here we it's are. Poor. Pre- it's really pre- poor. It's Premier League. And by the way, this season, this will be version 14. A VAR. So that's how many changes they made to it. So there's a 14th sort of rollout of it. Mm. Okay, let's finish off with. Um, we used to do uh, last season theme season four. We, we we always had a we finish off with a reoccurring question on the pod. Um, and this year we're going to go. We, we had a selection of questions to to, to choose from, and and I've, I'm going to go with two questions. One from our own John, and one from listener Sam Diggins. So, um. The, re- the two reoccurring questions at the end of the pod. Um, the first one is from Sam Diggins. Which two Spurs players move into houses e- either side of you? Who would you like them to be? And then John Stiggles, your question is, New White Hart Lane has been taken over by an international terrorist gang and Daniel Levy and Poch have been taken hostage. Which three players, past or present, do you gang up with 18 style to free them and take back the stadium? Who wants to go first? I, right. I would love Gary Mabbott to live next door to me. Um, uh, and I think um, Sonny the other side. Mainly because it would mean I'd have a fucking massive house with a pool and it'd be a mansion. <laughs> um, no altruism, I like that. Gary, Gary Mabbott's a star. He, he, um, he, he was good enough to call me when Charlie got uh, diagnosed with diabetes and um, uh, is just an absolute gent. So for that, and Son, because he, he you know, Look at the smile on his face. How could you, you know, not want him as a neighbour? I think that's the yeah, okay. yeah, and and the big and the big house and the um the terrorists. Yeah. Um, well, if Daniel Levy hadn't sold anybody, I'd say fucking leave him. But I would go with Sissoko, Lamella, because um, I think they uh, Lamella would be like face from the A team. He'd be an absolute nutcase, um, and Sissoko I could see as being BA. And I think if if you want a Hannibal uh, um, uh, sort of character, I'd probably go for um, uh, Dave Mackay. I think he's got that kind of mm-hmm. air about him. Interesting. Well, that was one of my choices as well. Um, okay, David. Yeah, I've got <laughs> I've got Dave Mackay actually for the three. <laughs> that, Dave you got that. Dave Mackay, Graham Roberts, and Paul Miller. Okay, and which which two players would you have um, living either side either side of you? Oh, I'd have Harry Kane um, and Hyung Min Son. I think he's going to be a popular neighbour, you know. Mm. Yes, I mean, it's nobody quieter than Harry Kane, is there? He's a nice, nice guy, and, and Sonny is as well. I could have a peaceful life, couldn't I? I don't want any rave ups next door. I could, I could imagine Harry Kane popping round to borrow a cup of sugar. <laughs> he'd be the type of chap who would knock on your door um, one of, somebody I work with and this is a true story um, she is married to Noddy Holder's brother and apparently Noddy Holder lives next door to Wayne Rooney now I have what, spent many um, wherever mm-hmm. uh, or used to live next door to Wayne Rooney yeah. should I say Sorry. Yeah. and I spent many an hour wondering what their conversations would have been over the fences between Noddy Holder and Wayne Rooney and it's kept me amused for much time as that because I reckon they're a complete odd couple Wayne Rooney mm-hmm. and Noddy Holder I just think I just makes me smile thinking about them having a chat I don't know why 
my warped sense of humour, I suppose. <laughs> Beck, favour to you. Which who who do you have as your two neighbours? Um, Mr. Lamella, because I think for those nights where you want to <laughs> where's this going? Socially confused, um, and and for a party boy, I reckon he is the man for a whole. Yep, that's it. Let's go. Let's get crazy. Um, and. I, yeah, I don't know, because I guess the ideal is somebody like Ben Davis, who comes across as very quiet, very reserved. So you're not going to have any beef with him at all, mm. are you? Yeah. He's not going to cause you any problems. He equally is the kind of person you can go and borrow a cup of sugar from. And he would give you an entire packet, because I think that's the way he is. So yeah, Lamella and Davis. And the um, the terrorist situation. Uh, yes. Sorry, yeah. So um, for my Hannibal character, I would have Bill Nick. Because I think he's really calm. He's he very organised in um, in a crisis, and he would have everybody sorted. Um, I, and I don't know, and, and probably a Sissoko to go and maybe threaten with violence. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know, maybe maybe Danny Rose because he doesn't look like he's going to do anything, but I think he's a bit of a nutcase. <laughs> Okay, so um, address Sam's question. Um, the, which two players would I would I have either either side of me? Harry Kane. You I mean you know he he's, he's going to be the perfect neighbour, nice chap, perfect you know friendly chap. Um, and uh, yeah, Harry Kane w- w- would certainly be one of my neighbours. Um, and the other one I'd probably go for would be Eric Lamella. Simply, I could I could just go round knock on his door and um, have a cup of uh, mate tea with him. <laughs> Share out, share out the mate, you know that sort of thing. Um, as for the other question, as for the international terrorist gang, they've, they've they've taken over the stadium. They've got Levy and Pochettino hostage. So which three players? Which three players do I choose, past or present? So I I, I think that in, you know in these situations, um, it's important that you go for the um, carrot and stick approach. You know if, if things don't 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 work out, you, you need a bit of dip, 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 um, diplomacy. Um, so what I would do is I would have, um, I've been mentioned before, um, I would have Dave Mackay, you know, for his brawn and his physique and, and somebody strong. I'd have Dave Mackay and um, Razor Ruddock, Neil, Neil Ruddock. Um, I thought about him. He was on my list, on my short list. The other player that I'd have, and this is, I think, I think it's only fair. I think I think he owes the club something, and that would be Judas, um, and he would be used as a point of ne- negotiation. So they could just have him. They could just take him, um, and do what they want with him. Really, as far as I'm concerned, um, he can take one for the team. There you go. Fair enough. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. The sacrifice. Yeah. The sacrificial lamb. Yep. And yeah. nobody would. Nobody would care. You know. Just. You know, be, it'd be all good. Pochettino will be back. Daniel, Daniel will be back. I could, I, we, we could we could ask him that question that we were going to ask him at the beginning of the pod, which I've now forgotten what it was. And yeah, it'd be, it'd be happy days. Right. Um, you really hate those terrorists if you're giving them Judas, don't you? Yeah. Well, they, they are they are they are terrorists. They're not likable people. So I think I think they can they can they can have Judas as a little plaything if they want to. You know, do, yep, do, 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 do what they, you know, Nobody's going to be particularly happy about that situation right um the next podcast um it comes around very quickly um we play villa on 
Saturday, so the next podcast will be recorded the following day, um, Sunday afternoon. Um, amongst my guests will be Mark Stoll from California. Um, until then, all that's left to say is thank you, Bex. Thank you. Thank you, John. Thank you all, and if you've made it this far, you deserve a pint. Well done, well done you. <laughs> thank you, David. <laughs> yes, thanks very much. Cheers. And until next time, the future's bright, the future's lily white. Good night. Tottenham, stick it in the goal. Come on, Tottenham, don't be so bloody slow. You are the first team, the last team. My dreams are ever seen. Put on that lily white and run on to that green. White Hart Lane has seen its pain, it's had its low denies. We've fought our team through thick and thin and all those glory nights. And when the game is done, we'll sing a song and talk it out all night. Hey! Come on, Tottenham, stick it in the goal. So bloody slow, you are the first team, the last team, my dreams have ever seen. Pull on that lily white and run on to that green. Oh, we've seen them come, we've seen them go, the names up on our shirt. Gods have failed as men are hailed and faces in the dirt. Now gather round and sing it out and we'll talk out over her.